Welcome back, friends, to another episode of Fake Nerds Watch, a fantabulous uh, return to The Last of Us with the rest of us. I'm, of course, Sparks Witty, joined, as always, by my friend Ryan Eliopoulos. Hello, it's great to be back. Hello, hi. Hello, and, hi. And I'm also joined from a distance by our friend Pi. Hi, I am the third of us. I'm so excited you're back. Uh, I'm happy to be back here to talk about two episodes because we were both away. Uh, and now we're going to get into two of the juiciest episodes of the season. Mm, uh, we're going to talk like, about Juicy Like Venison. Left Behind, episode seven, which is directed by Liza Johnson and written by Neil Druckmann. Ooh. And episode eight, When We Are in Need, directed by Ali Abasa. Uh, sorry, Ali Abasi, who will also be our director for the finale. Hell yeah. And written by Craig Mason. Uh, so we're going to go one episode at a time. We'll talk about episode seven. We'll talk about episode eight. If this is your first time joining us, a reminder. Hello. We do not talk about video game spoilers and the stuff ahead until later at the end of the episode. And we will tell you when we're going to do that. So yes. no, no spoilers right. beyond what has appeared in the television show here, friends. This is, yeah, this is a TV show only thing until it's not. And we'll However, let you know when. However, we will be referencing the things that happened in the game that are different or the same yeah. uh, in comparison to where we're at in the show. So uh, yeah. do be aware of that. All right. Great. Excited to be here. Uh, guys, how'd you like? Uh, let's just say just episode seven. How'd you yeah. like episode seven? Fantastic. Would you, would you be shocked to say this is another good episode of The Last of Us? I would not be. Can you believe it? They've done it seven times in a row. Can't believe it. Um, yeah. And this was uh, the only game material that i didn't play so i played left behind before i watched this hell yeah um and like that in you know uh just just so i can have a basis uh, of like what, what's different and not and um man that's a, a great episode of tv a great adaptation um the things that are different i think work and like the, the again like this the performances uh our, our two actors in this episode are just just phenomenal uh, just be really beautiful stuff happening again every episode has like really beautiful stuff in the midst of like the apocalypse which is which is interesting yeah, uh, I agree. This is one of our most anticipated episodes, just because we we knew we knew we were going to get here, and we just really wanted to see it. I think, um, mm -hmm. and I'm really happy with it. I'm really glad that they went the route. Uh, if you played the DLC that this is based on, which is also called Left Behind, just like the episode, um, you know that at this point in the story, what it's doing is cutting back and forth between Ellie looking for medicine to take care of Joel and uh, this story in her past with Riley. And I think it was better for the show that we weren't doing the constant switching. Yeah. I was wondering going into it if we were going to do that, but I like better that we were doing much like the Bill and Frank episode, a thing in the, a thing on uh, the present at the yeah. beginning and then a thing on the present at the end. Yeah. Uh, it's again, cause like they're cutting out so much of the gameplay and again, just having, just literally having played that, like those sections are you avoiding, avoiding clickers and you avoiding humans as they fight clickers. And like, you're just trying to do your thing for Joel and other people are getting in the way of it. So like, again, you don't, that stuff's not really necessary to the story they're telling. That's just a way of padding the gameplay. Again, it's a video game, so you have to do that stuff. So like not necessary for the, uh, uh for the show. Uh, I, it would have been cool guys. 
Stalker Week. Time to talk about stalkers. Guess what? Stalkers show up in the Last Behind thing, and I freaked out the first time I saw it because it went, Rawr! and I'm like, <laughs> yeah! Uh, so I expected it in the show. Another week, no stalkers. Next season, baby. Next season. Hey, you never know. Oh, well. One more episode. No. You might get a stalker. He shows up out of nowhere. Yeah. You might just. Uh, yeah, I, I think that they they found a good way to interpret the story in for the television viewing audience. Um, I really, really like it. Pi, uh, why don't you say some stuff? You're you're pretty enthusiastic about this episode. Um, yeah, no, I thought it was a great adaptation of The Left Behind. You know, they know how to, they know what fat to trim for the adaptation. So I'm pretty happy with that. Uh, wait, uh, Sparks, did you play the Left Behind DLC? Yes, it's just been a long time. So okay. I, my memory of it is I started to replay it, but I didn't have enough time to go all the way through before I was away. Thanks. And then I haven't had enough time to go back to it since I returned. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, I, my memory is a little uh, fuzzy. Uh, for, for the most part, like this is it like like this is a truncated version of like everything that you do in that game that you do a version of it in the show yeah um some things are different uh you know some things like i like some things in the game more and there's some things i like in the show more sure. uh it's just you know uh, uh, uh the nature of adaptations um i i personally uh well no let's let's wait we'll talk about the for game stuff because i don't want to spoil a really great moment from from the game in case people play it um but yeah uh this 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 episode basically being like a last date for, for Riley and Ellie, uh, Riley, uh, uh, and a first date, a first date and a last date. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Um, Ellie's friend Riley has been missing. She comes back, uh, out of nowhere and she's like, Ellie, let's go to the mall and hang out for, for, for a time. Right. And then she's like, Hey, uh, uh, I'm leaving, you know, drama ensues, things, bad things happen, but like, it's just one, mostly a long, beautiful date between these two young people. Um, and then just like them exploring a mall and, you know, like, uh, uh, going on a carousel and like going like and dancing and just like, like a great first date again in the apocalypse. Uh, the show has been so good at showing like happiness, uh, in times when people really need it. Uh, and again, it's just right there to, to take it away from you at the end, of course. But like, that is the nature of the thing we're watching. Constant reminder. Yeah. Um, it's not people, it's plant. It's a, it's a, it's a fun guy. And, and he was a particularly fun guy, I gotta say. You see, the, the things come out of his shoulders, wild. <laughs> I mean, he's kind of the stalker you were looking for. He just didn't act the way you wanted. <laughs> he he wasn't stalky. He was pushing things around. He was so loud. He's a loud boy, is what I would call him. Um, I think the performances are great. Uh, like Obviously, uh, Bella Ramsey's continuing to kill it. Uh, but we get Storm Reid for this episode. Mm-hmm. And I haven't, I haven't seen much of their work Um but but they were they were fantastic and it's like they I believe they're the star of um missing yeah which oh, just yeah. came out that's true um, yeah yeah okay i believe they were also in uh the the oh my god a wrinkle in time and the, the invisible man giant oprah winfrey right that movie yeah that one she's she oh plays god, the, yeah. the main Ava, Ava Duvernay man. coming back around Gosh. yeah she's she's really great in this and like she 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 brings like even like a more spiciness than even Riley had in the game. And Riley in the game was kind of spicy. Like they have like they have like a good dynamic her and her and uh, Ellie. But like the spice level is a little even more here. Like she's she's really she's got some sass that I really like. Like she doesn't and like Ellie looks up to her and likes her so much. It is so cute. Oh my god! <laughs> I'll put it this way, which isn't me putting the game down. 
Um, but I think this I think this is accurate to my memory, and you can check me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. But I think that the game is so deep at that point in giving you Ellie's perspective on things mm-hmm. that Riley feels more like a connected character to me in the show, like someone I'm actually connecting to as her own character and not who just who she means to Ellie. In the game, I feel like a lot of the connection is through Ellie. Mm-hmm. It's it's who Ellie looks at her being. And in the show, I feel like I'm seeing a lot more of Riley as a character standing on Oh, her okay, I see what you mean. Now. Me. Yeah, yeah, sure, 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 yeah. I think... That is a good point. I think, I think the lens the lens is just broadened a little more. Yeah. I think in the game you're very focused on Ellie's perspective of Riley. That's I think what in the it show is. you're yeah. given more of like Riley's own perspective in the world. You're also um Riley has again like it's it's not a lot more, but she is given more of her backstory in this episode than than in the game. Like like a lot of the stuff uh like with the fireflies and stuff. I don't believe that's that's I just played it. I don't remember that being in the game, but I could be I could be wrong. I don't it has only been a couple days. Which they, stuff do you mean? Like stuff with the fireflies? Uh, I like um trying to remember. I could just be making shit up. I don't remember. Let me think on it. Let me think sure. about it. I, I think I know what you're talking about. Um like for example, I they 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 don't address this in the game, um, but like uh uh uh, Riley's, I guess, career path, if she stayed with Fedra, mm-hmm. you know, was just going to put her in gutter duty. Yeah, that you know, stuff which... is not in the game. No. Yeah. <laughs> so that does add more to her motivations and why she, you know, you understand uh, now why she would join the Fireflies. Okay, but... that's, that's, thank you. That's what I'm looking for more. Cause like I, in the game, it is just like I am joining the Fireflies, but like there's no good, doesn't feel like there's a good enough reason other than the apocalypse sucks. I want to be a hero kind of thing. You, you, know, you know, know, like I want to be on the good side. Right. Whereas here, like, like we see the shit that, she's, that like she's going through and what Ellie's going through, like actually. So like it makes mm. sense. Like oh, it, she would want to be a firefly. There is more context for it. It's also providing like this clear context for their argument, which I think they're doing a good job of trying to like. You can you can acknowledge that Fedra's, you know, not great. Yeah, but um also recognize that it's not like this version right because we we can acknowledge that they're different depending on the qz they're run differently yeah they're Mm -hmm. not run the same way like the kansas city one was yeah that we know about um so here you can buy into the idea that like they really believe on some level even with their corruption that they're trying to do some they're trying to keep things managed and under control and that like not everything can be all good or all bad and it contextualizes the argument of like why would why would Ellie feel like Fedra's the better place to be? It's because she sees opportunity yeah. in it for her. That uh but that recognizing guy. that it doesn't exist for Riley yes, is an exactly. important turn yeah. for her to have. Uh that that I don't like security captain or whatever guy that that's talking to her. The principal. The, oh, the principal. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, 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 I That's not what he is. Like, principal just, security guard. That's what he functionally is. He's like he is in like a principal's office, basically. But yeah, he's like you know Ellie. If you like, you stick. You know, you stick to the you stick to the group. You stick to the core of what we're doing. Like you'll have a hot meal and like a fresh bed and like in a way that's him like trying to protect her, but also that's like a way of manipulation of like you you work in our system and you will be rewarded. You won't live on the street if you live under our rules. And like that could be looked at in both ways of being helpful and or hurtful. And I think that's just like, again, really like the cool thing about the show is like the morality is kind of all over the place when you're dealing with the end of the world. Um, yeah. Like you do want to protect people, but also like in the apocalypse, like you got to do bad shit. 
David. Ugh. We'll, we'll get. To no, that. I know. I just want to say it. Um, yeah. I do Clearly think one. just. Uh, sorry, real quick. I do think some of the Riley stuff like that, and um, some of the stuff about her her parents that's expanded on a little more. Um, I do think that that's coming from Druckmann's um, American Dreams comic. The comic book. Oh, sure. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not 100. Uh, but I think so. That makes um, sense. I I didn't read all of that, so I I need to go back and do that. I mean, he um, is uh, yeah, like he is the guy who wrote the game too. So like, he said, yeah, you know, yeah. like everything that he put that that's in the comic is also in the context of their minds. They they said that on the when they were discussing um, this episode in particular uh, that that they mentioned that the comic is in their minds also as backstory for these characters um, as functional and and something they're pulling from, yeah. even if they're not laying anything directly out on the screen. Yeah. Um. This isn't, this is not a complaint I know any of us feel like, but I just wanted to bring it up because people are dumb on the internet. Like people are calling this a filler episode because it doesn't oh, quote unquote, God. I'm just, I'm just bringing it up. It doesn't progress the plot. And I just need people to understand that like character development and like character motivations and learning the past of characters, that is important. That is just as important as moving forward. Uh, I just think, I just think that's a silly thing. And I'm like, I'm surprised people are talking about this episode like i think this is a great episode of just like people hanging out having fun and people are like oh we're not doing enough and i'm like i just don't know what people want anymore not it's, only that's like, crazy not only <laughs> go ahead I, I was like if they're gonna if they're gonna make those comparisons you know say to the bill and frank episode at least this one features the main character yeah and you yeah, understand yeah. you know why she's making these decisions now not only that like for for an audience that's not doing anything but watching the show you don't know ellie's queer until this moment like this is when you find that out you don't know there's uh, there's they, they give you like subtext clues but like this is when she kisses a girl <laughs> right yeah yeah, yeah 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 uh yeah i just i just wanted to bring it up because i'm just like I, this this show is getting pretty much universal claim but there's always there's a couple people i'm seeing just saying some really silly things and i'm just like i think you guys are just saying shit to say shit. <laughs> like i definitely again like i love episode three but like if you're going to say a, a, something about it like that would be the one but like that's just nonsense um boy howdy guys i love masks i love clown masks and i love werewolf masks i was so nervous for a moment like in the show i was like oh, maybe we're not gonna get the halloween store yeah i i thought there was a good good chance that you know maybe the halloween store like that was just the bridge too far we're yeah. not gonna we're not gonna do it especially because like it's the first thing yeah in the in the game so at a certain point i was starting to go not not too long after you know we we go into the into the back room uh -huh. um and she finds the pipe bombs and i was like oh this is oh uh, we're not doing the halloween store yeah all right i mean like i get it and i'm fine i'm a little sad but i'm fine i also felt and bad. then and then we get to it and the thing is like i like the halloween store even better in the context here because the fact that the kiss moment comes here from ellie looking at riley and that she's doing that like sway dancing motion and then they take what amazing literally oh, yeah. take off their masks to have their moment where they kiss awesome i was like that's such yeah, a that's, that's such a good use of the halloween store that's I one can't. of the things that i do like better because like i love again like i love that 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 halloween store moment because like you could you can try on a bunch of different masks and yeah. you can comment on halloween cost like outfits and stuff and like that's all fun but like this is a so much so much more emotional moment uh, it, and it's combining like the best part of that game with like the emotional part of the game. Uh, it's all it just works so well. Uh, and yeah, like they're both dancing, and Ellie just like slowly realizes like I am so in love with this girl. Oh my god! And I just gotta rip that mask off and kiss her. I'm like, I love that. That's it's so sweet. 
Uh, and then and then Big Boy shows up. I think I think just by virtue of of the show just being the show, it kind of keeps in your mind a little better the time table of when this happened and when when everything started mm -hmm. which importantly like for ellie she grows up in a world that never went through the wider american uh revolution about being more accepting of lgbt culture uh -huh. that didn't happen in 2003 yeah so this fear and trepidation that both her and riley have about expressing their feelings for each other is like two levels of what if I'm rejected and then what if I'm not just rejected emotionally, but as a person, mm. yeah, like as a, yeah. as a fundamental part of my identity. And I think that that being the thing they're both tiptoeing around throughout the whole episode is, is it feels uh, more present in the show. Oh yeah. hundred percent. And it's, it is such a beautiful moment of, you know, the, the before she's like, you know, I'm leaving. This is my last night. Um, and then they had the kiss and she's like, don't go. And she's like, you got it, dude. You got it, dude. That's all you need. That's what I was waiting for you to say this entire night. All I needed you to say was don't go. And I was never going to go. Uh, and I just, it's just so beautiful. I love it so much. Uh, uh, you know, and there's some beautiful stuff before that. And then, you know, but, but, you know, I like the escalator bit a lot. Oh yeah. She's running. I'm not really moving. Cute. It's really cute. Yeah. Like a man, like, yeah, all, all the most of like the carousel. Bella Ramsey really sells to me that she's never seen an escalator before. So yes. that's, you know, like good on her. She really makes me believe the, um, uh, the, with the photo booth moment. Um, it has my, probably my favorite little scene in there. Uh, cause I watched it once and then I watched half of it with you cause you were watching it. Uh, cause he was in France. Um, but when they're doing like the, the Frankenstein bit and Riley is like up on her and she's like, get off, get off, get off. And she does like a double take as she's getting off her. It's like a really quick double take. And I'm like, this is so good. She is so good. And like the way she's like, she is so into this girl, but she's trying to be cool about it, but she's a teenager. Mm -hmm. so it's, it's like hard for her to, it's just yeah. so good. It's like, it feels so real. Um, it's just, again, like this entire show has had nothing but great performances. It, sure. It's, it's a universal experience that no matter what orientation you are, anyone can experience this. You know, people, I'm sorry. I've got it still stuck in my mind. People calling it filler. And it's like, you know, let's just call their heteronormative romance cis filler. It's true. Yeah. How's that? Boring, feel? boring. It's boring anyway. Yeah. The uh, mall, the mall, uh, look great. Uh, they, they didn't like go to a mall, but they basically built one. They built so many big ass sets. Actually. Uh, yes, they did. So what they talked about in the podcast episode is that, um, there actually was a mall that they were okay, okay. demolitioning, uh, and so they were able to use it. The catch is that it was a one-story mall, and they needed a two-story mall. Okay. So um, this particular image behind us—that that is all digital recreation. Oh, okay, okay. However, um, everything where they're on the first floor, they had done uh, all the set work for it and all that kind of stuff. So they built and then it there was in a the blue, mall. and there was a blue line mm. on the top of all of these rooms and areas for where the screen was going to have to carry off the second story. So the mall was the volume. <laughs> That's kind of cool, actually. But so, like that whole so so a lot of it, a lot of it was a uh, functional set and everything. So, like when so they're running through the when they're the running court. through and yeah. when they're in all the like that's all those were locations they were able to use because they had them all. They could literally do whatever they wanted with. That's pretty cool. That is yeah. pretty cool. So it's like the best of both worlds. You get to build the set in a mall. That's pretty cool. 
but they were both like adamant that it needed to be a two-story mall and it needed the the, the look and the the there this there's an idea of especially through ellie's eyes like and i think it's an important change for why the power has to be on compared to the game where the yeah. power isn't on yeah in uh in the dlc um but the power has to be on in the mall for um the arcade well, no, I was gonna say for the sense of this urban beauty oh, to yeah, overtake yeah. Ellie. Sure, sure, uh, sure. All the all the lighting, the all neon. the attraction, neon, and everything. Yeah. In the game, there was power, but it more things inside the mall were broken. Okay. Yeah, yeah. but it doesn't look like this. Like it's not it, where the power is. It's not most of the mall doesn't have it. It's it's, yeah. it's definitely not as as vibrant. No. Yeah, um, it's not going it's for like, the same idea of like being being overwhelmed by the lighting and the the look of it it's almost like like half of those things should not be working <laughs> after 20 years uh especially this is not an actual problem i have but like uh 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 pinboard like pinboard pin, pinball people and arcade people on twitter were like hey y'all none of those arcade machines would be working <laughs> i'm just letting everybody know but it's like it's it's not a big deal uh it's uh, the one thing they got right in the game yeah but and to be fair that is the one thing in the game i do like more uh uh they have ellie plays imaginary mortal Kombat with just with riley giving her instructions and it's like an imaginary battle in her mind and that is that is for me way more emotional than i'm actually playing the game but it's this was still a great moment nonetheless um riley riley knowing how much ellie loves mortal Kombat. And then having to, she probably like she learned all those moves and memorized all that shit for Ellie to show her combos and like oh here's how you do fatalities for Ellie. She's like yeah mm-hmm. I've been here a couple times I guess. I'm like that wasn't just for you. I know that wasn't just for you. Again it's just like these kids are so cute. I think it's yeah. inferred that they might have like picked up like pamphlets because they had like posters in their yeah, yeah. room and there's like what 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 would you do in the apocalypse if you don't have access to these? You just yeah, they've definitely, they definitely already have like an interest in Mortal Kombat too, because they've like read a gaming magazine or something oh, about yeah, it yeah. for sure. Like yeah. they, they have that interest yeah. already, but but Ryan's point is still solid where like Riley already went there to like mess with it and figure it out. That's, um put so, it in yeah. practice so that she could she could show Ellie the cool stuff. The moves. Um putting on that note, like uh what I do think is a nice touch is you know, we're talking about like how the power would work in the mall and everything. Like you were right, most things wouldn't work and it wouldn't even necessarily look right look like this, but like this is not mall lighting, uh what we're seeing behind us. Like the the overall lighting would be much brighter. It's that the bulbs are degraded. And yeah, I yeah. thought that was a good choice too, where yeah. it's like degraded and ugly. So it's got this yellow color, which is actually prettier in the context of what we're seeing. Yeah. Rather than that really bright white fluorescent, that wouldn't that would not look as good. It's like a starry night next to Panda Express. Um I want to jump actually all the way back to um Ellie being brought into the the, the quote unquote principal's office. Principal um, security man. Uh, because I was thinking about like it was such a nice touch and it actually got me thinking a bit about the the episode before this episode six. Um and just in general, like Ellie's context of things. I think Ellie, <clears throat> something they're doing that comes up more than once is Ellie's kind of resentment for people who had a happy family before things were bad Mm. Um, because it's something she never had. And I think Ellie has that kind of like real, real upset over people who have it because she's got that look on the picture uh, uh, of the guy's two daughters from before. Yeah. Um, And 
I I thought about this in the context of Joel. Like I think it's supposed to be a, a little bit of a part of why her relationship dynamic with Joel gets a little sharper. Yeah. Uh, when she finds out he had Sarah because she's like, okay, I thought you were a person who was much more like me and didn't have good things, yeah, yeah. but you had a good thing. And this is how it turned you into this. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, that's, a, that's yeah. That, that is a, that is a good point. Um, and then, yeah. Cause she, when she talked with Riley near the end and Riley's like, you know, like you don't, you don't know what it's like. Like I did have a family. And they're all dead now. Right. It's awful. You don't you don't know what it's like to lose everybody. And then you know, then she's about to. Right. So it's all it's all awesome. like, wanting and, to belong. Or to belong, yeah. Yeah. And and to put that and to put that into context, like Riley's probably not the first person who's thrown that around. I'm sure Bethany's thrown that around in a meaner way. Oh, sure. Uh to Ellie. Like Ellie's lived in a world where she's never had that in any context. And so I think it's one of the reasons she can connect to Riley is because even though Riley had it, Riley only had it for a small amount of time. Yeah. And so like one of the things she, she really appeals to with Riley is the fact that she sees Riley as similar to her in that context. And so I think it's supposed to be a little bit of the part of why learning about Sarah rubs her the wrong way uh, because she had an idea of who Joel was in being similar to her that Mm. she realizes was not correct. Yeah. I wonder if it's if it's like a line that rides of of like resentment, but also like jealousy, because like she mm-hmm. ha- she doesn't know what that's like, mm-hmm. and like that's why she does attach to Joel because it is like one of the first people who's ever actually like taken care of her. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's someone who will beat the shit out of other people for you, and she's like, "Ooh, I'm activated." It's and also, tough. like even going even going further on that idea, like because she doesn't know what that's like, and she doesn't know what what happens after that in that kind of like familial relation and and then losing someone of that context. It also is saying to her in her idea, Joel's only like this to me because of her. Mm-hmm. This has nothing to do with me. Yeah. Um, and I think that that becomes part of it too. Yeah. Uh, he starts to see why she starts to see why. He's... Not that these are massively important shades that are going to get pulled apart later. Yeah. But I do think that they exist. No. Yeah. The, the show yeah. is, because it's you know it's it's adapting something that has existed for so long now like it could it is it is able to how do I say this it is able to like concentrate all the all like the game stuff from hours into like moments and make it feel real like there's a lot more depth that the game mm-hmm. has but like because you're only on like one perspective you don't get to see as often uh, I think that like having so many different perspectives like allows it to breathe more. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and. If if you'll remember the thing she uh, confided, her fear that she confided in with uh, with Sam. Yeah. Oh, like uh, I don't yeah. want to be like left alone or something. Yeah, I am scared of uh, ending up alone. Yeah, right. And we get to see more of that, as you've mentioned, in the in the past sequence where she looks in envy and longing at family. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um. Yeah, I think they just do a good job of you know, constantly fleshing out who Ellie is and, and why I think that whole scene is really good. Like, um, uh, you could make a, a very stupid argument that that, that is like the filler section of this episode really is, is the, the principal stuff with Bethany and all that. But I, I don't think so. No. Um, uh, because I still think it's like telling us so much about Ellie, but it's also like contextualizing the world that she's coming from. Yeah. Um, and the world that Riley was also leaving. Uh, 
in in this story and why and it's it's sensible to be able to see both sides of that um Absolutely. that essentially like even as he's saying like you know if you follow this one path everything's going to be better for you it's also only like it's better in the context that like you can bully people yeah like you'll have the stick congrats yeah mm-hmm. Uh, it's still bad. <laughs> like it's still a bad system. You just get to abuse the power of it. Exactly. And it's this is the type of world where like the the good people generally like the higher you go, like they're just unfortunately they're just not there. And then the apocalypse, uh, mm-hmm. unfortunately, uh, unless you're in uh, um, uh, Tommy's town, they seem to be the only Jackson. Jackson's the only good town left in the world, or at least functional. <laughs> functional. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Survivable. Um, so there's only, uh, there's only one infected in the mall. I uh, like that much better for the show. I, I'm, I'm indifferent if like I like it more. I think it's great. I think both are great. I think the, I, I it's both the same thing of like they, they don't realize how much noise they're making and then something happens in the game. It is so much more severe. They are the music is so much louder. And they are mid dance when they are rushed by like a dozen people. Yeah. It is. It is not. They stop to investigate. They are dancing as our people are running by them, and it is so much scarier. It is so much scarier. Sure. But having it just be one person, that is still that is venting. It just makes it more personal, and they have one person to deal with, and both these people are failing to do it. Yeah. So I like again either either works for me honestly. Um, I, I think like this works. Uh, if you keep it small, you get to keep it like uh. uh uh, with the bites happening really quickly, you, they're not running to get the safety first. It is kind of just happening all at once in this little moment. Yeah, yeah. So like they, I, they both they both work for me. I think again, I they both work for me, but I think they work in the context of their mediums. Yeah, and I don't know if like what they did in the game would have worked in the show as yeah. well. Because what I think the show's done really well is um, something that the game can't do because it's a video game, which is a single infected feels so much more dangerous yeah. and they just can't feel that dangerous in the game because you have to go through so many of them it's also um i don't know if this one's technically a clicker but he is so much more infected than this a runner is yeah. and it's mostly runners that you're fighting in the game right uh it's just a bunch of runners so like having it be like a super infected is is pro- potentially even worse because you can't take him down unless you go unless you actually like get to that head real quick yeah. like you can't just stab him in the stomach like um, yeah, but I, I, mean, I like that because I I do think it, especially because it comes when it does. Mm-hmm. It it keeps it very intimate, very personal. Like yes. you said, I think for the context of the show and the episode that they crafted, it works better because you, even me, uh, having played the DLC, but again, like not knowing if we were going to get back to the Halloween yeah. store, um, was once we see him, like, all right, so when, so when's when's, he when's that one? one infected coming and like that's enough yeah there's enough there which is also something you don't get in the game is you don't get the the precursor you don't there's no reason that they would show you that in the game you don't get like the early idea yeah hey there's an infected Chekhov's and uh, then and then come back and the characters don't know that so like it's a different kind of like the suspense of it is a surprise in the game yes right and and I think that it works so well here because the sense of tragedy yeah incoming tragedy weighs so much more on the scene as you're watching it absolutely because you know because you know that guy is coming yeah and the second again anytime somebody gets happy in the show something bad happens so you're like they just kiss oh that guy's waking up he's coming he's he's showing up yeah Uh, and all have bill and frank's ending yeah it's true it's it's very (laughs) true yeah um yeah so uh ellie and riley both get bit uh we we saw this like 
we saw like her scratching at it like in the tra- in one of the trailers or, or like one of the in the clips but like seeing that like she is so powerful in that in that little moment her and riley both of uh, riley's just like well, i don't even know what to do i've accepted it and it, and ellie immediately goes into i'm busting shit up because i am furious i just got the girl and i'm gonna die this is some bullshit uh and i just love that you can tell who these characters are just by looking at this moment of her smashing shit up and riley's just like there's more shit over there to break if you want and i'm like man oh I'm straight God. from the game yeah it's so good and let's not forget the parallel to this guy's situation and Ellie's decision. Who are we looking Joel. at? Who are we? We're looking at the Joel. It's right here. Oh, for us, he's not. He's over here. Oh, my God. All right. Sorry, audio listeners. Joel. Uh, Joel. Oh, Miller. no. Papa Pedro. Yeah. Yeah, that is bleeding. No, out. it's true. Uh, it, in And very much like you could say, you know, the relationship dynamic can be different, but like, this this very much reminds us of uh Joel and Tommy. How different are they? Um who who are they as as people? Like how would Joel react? How would Tommy react? Maybe even more poignant is Joel and Tess. Tess. Yeah. yeah. Because how Tess accepted what happened and Joel didn't. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Uh and and I love uh, uh, again, it's just from the game, like, hey, so we have a couple options. Like we can kill ourselves, easy way out. Actually, no, that's a shitty option. I hate that option. Uh we're just going to survive as long as we can. Two minutes, two days, whatever. Every minute with each other is better than nothing. And that's we what... We don't give that up. We don't give that up. Yeah, and that's... And again, that is like that is like the motivation of the past for the future of Ellie to help Joel. She's not right. leaving him behind. No one gets left behind. Right. It's beautiful. It's so good. Not again. Not yeah. again. Endure and survive. Endure and survive. No, I think that... I think it ties in very well to like where Ellie is in the context of the story at this moment in time of the thinking back to this moment and and remembering how that was and like knowing that she went through that knowing she still lost riley um and went through that and she Not just lost riley probably had to be the one to kill her yeah sure sure yeah. And, and bella uh uh in, in an interview i watched bella ramsey like she she very smartly said like uh i the script didn't say whether i did or not i have my own beliefs of whether i I took Riley out and it's up to you guys to decide because we don't show it. It's up to your interpretation. I think she thinks she did kill her. <laughs> that's what I, so that's the feeling I got. Um, yeah, that's either way. It's, it's really sad for that 14 year old girl. Let me tell you, um, savior of the world. But like, but like putting that in the, in the context of it and keeping in mind that, that, that she did go through that with Riley, that she did have the, you know, we don't give up that time no matter what and still had to lose Riley, um, whether she had to do the deed or not. Um, and then still being in this moment and choosing that still, like yeah. we don't give that up, uh, you know, go through what you can. I mean, it's going to be heartbreak either way. Cause like if Joel died, it would be heartbreak. And then if she tried to stay and he still died, it would be heartbreak. But like, yeah, gotta try. You gotta try and this far, this far, this far in, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta try. Yeah. Yeah. Do everything. <clears throat> Any um I, I was just gonna say like tying into the title of the episode. So who's the one who got left behind? Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, I think this whole this whole episode's done really well. Um yeah. I really like the I really like the entire breakdown of their relationship. I think all the stuff about them challenging each other uh between their their ideas of what what good for like the qz is fedra or fireflies and all that 
um, plays in really well while their emotional stuff is. Oh yeah, Ellie. Up. Ellie doesn't really know. I'm not going to call Ellie dumb, but like she doesn't know what she's talking about. Like she, like she thinks that the Firefly are just. Which Riley tells her more than once. Like you yeah. don't know everything. Yeah, like you're, and like not that being 16 makes you I mean, a genius, but you know she is a little bit older than Ellie. Uh, she has a little more life experience. You're like, yo, Ellie, you you've lived in a cuisine your whole life. Like you don't know what you're talking about. And argue, uh, and and you can argue that Ellie is privileged, privileged with knowledge that she'll thrive. Yeah. In the QZ. Yeah. Like whatever the society is, if it stays Fedra, she'll thrive. It's true. Yeah. Um, she's not going to suffer in it. It's a good point. Yeah. Uh, and I think that that's that's part of it too. Is that kind of knowledge that, well, the system might be shitty, maybe. But if they're right and the system is shitty, at least you're on top. Yeah. And that's, I, I, that's I, terrible. Yeah. I, I, I did uh, come across a, um, a talking point. There's a little short clip review of this episode and how throughout the series as well, whether it be indicative of the time period it the apocalypse originated from, um, there is still a lot of heavy racism occurring you know, in the QZs and in, in whatever governing force is available because lo and behold they choose a they're going to choose a person of color to you know guard the sewers you know henry and sam mm -hmm. yeah are being chased out of town you know for an execution by a bunch sure. of freedom fighters and I, oh I and, and in the bill and frank episode like the shot we have who gets who gets gunned down in the ditch mostly families of color hmm I mean, the first shot we see of, of of that of like the baby skull and the mom is there. That's a black family. Like, yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah, not saying that that's what they're hammering forth, but you know, it's something you can still believe occurring even today, as well as especially back then. And yeah, and people in the apocalypse <laughs> they love they love to dig into the things they already believe. Just even worse. Again, like the next episode, there's a lot of that too. So like, certainly, yeah. certainly, I think there's some edge of of like black racism that that there's at least subtextually here because you see more than one uh black person in the firefly organization in the qz for boston mm. there's there's more than one um i mean so marlene marlene trying to help riley like yeah. i'm sure like like right yeah. yeah why why does she pick riley and why does she not pick she says no to ellie like you know well what's that about um yeah uh but it you know at well, the same time out. like a more exact reason later <laughs> our our principal character is uh is not a white guy so you know like there's clearly set, like it's not a hard set rule but i'm sure you're right pi like it plays in probably just as much as racism plays into our systems today yeah. um probably a little more uh frankly but mm. yeah any, uh, uh, any, uh, we got any final sure thoughts? Sure did seem like a lot of white people hunting Henry and Sam in that episode. Yeah. Well. So like, you know, <laughs> just, I saw one Asian person, one yeah. Asian person in that group. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, I had something, but, uh, oh, I really like the roof jumping, the, the roof jumping, oh, yeah. uh, scene. I, I just wanted to go back. I, I just thought that looked really good. It did. Yeah. I, oh, uh, uh, uh. We flash flash forward to the present, and Ellie finds some needle and thread, some really thick needle and thread, um, and is able to stitch Joel up really, really well. Jesus, that was some thick, thick, thick thread. I, I thought just occurred to me. 
What? Finding love in that environment is like finding needle in a haystack, but she found it anyways. I, I don't know if this is an intentional <laughs> metaphor that they pulled off, but it just popped into my mind right now. Sure. I'll buy it. Hey, I'll buy it. That's pretty good. I'll buy it for 500 Yeah. <laughs> hey, art, hey, art, everything is, is uh, interpretable, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's not, it's not a bad point by like, again, talking about, you know, in the context, both of them having a fear of not just being emo like, rejected for having feelings but rejected because of who they have feelings for um that that's that's definitely i think a present thing of like how how unlikely would it be uh your odds are significantly slimmed down yeah um okay let's move to episode eight when we are in need lord Uh, have mercy on these people the david episode how how do we begin how does this episode begin with the Lord in, <laughs> in, in deep, deep winter. Too cold. You can't even you can't even bury bodies. Uh, Joel sure. is an excuse. Joel <laughs> is is stitched up, but not recovering. That dude's in a mild coma. <laughs> uh, he can't eat. He can't even drink water. <laughs> she's just like putting it on his lips like, oh, poor girl. I'm trying. Yeah, she's uh, not a scientist. Not no a doctor. No, it's true. Oh, yeah, we'll talk about that later for sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, she's got to go find some food. That Papa's got to eat. She's got to eat. Oh, little bits of beef jerky aren't going to be enough. So she takes the gun. Joel, be right back. Don't don't go anywhere. Uh, and then she takes. Oh, it's not Shimmer. Oh, okay. So Alice. Uh, it's callous because I listened to a podcast because uh, we thought it was Shimmer who got shot. And I'm like, they wouldn't kill Shimmer pre Last of Us 2? That's crazy. Uh, it was a different horse. So, Shimmer, you're still alive. Thank you. Sorry, Callus. I'm, I'm upset they didn't name the horse, though. That was kind of one of like the funniest bits for Joel in the game. Yeah. <laughs> is that, it's like, Callus. What kind of a name is Callus? I hate yeah. that name. <laughs> um, well, Joel can't do anything about it now because he's almost, he's almost dead. But Ellie's going hunting. She finds a rabbit. Uh, she face plants trying to get to it. Uh, they shot in Alberta, Canada, where it was like literally negative 10 degrees. So all that them being cold, it's real. Uh, they're really cold. They look cold. It looks awful. Um, she finds a deer. <gasps> she shoots it. Hell yeah, Ella. You go, you go find that deer. Other people find that deer first. Who are those people, Pi? Uh, um, a friendly neighboring churchgoers. They're fine. Reasonable. <laughs> I want a church girl to go to church with and read the Bible. That's a vine. The rabbit lives this time. <laughs> the rabbit does live this time. You're right. <laughs> the, the butterfly effect. The butterfly effect of adaptations. Um, oh, that's the cutest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Um, boy, howdy, y'all, David. Um, he. Uh, that guy, that actor playing David, Scott Shepard, his name is, yeah, is so fucking good in this episode. Yeah, he is. I don't know if I've ever met a bigger creep in my life. Like, I, I often don't, like, like cringe in my seat, but, like, that, that dude was making me feel vile in a way that TV just... I'm, I watch a lot of gross shit. Like, that dude was really unnerving me in a way that the game even wasn't able to do because this was, like, real shit happening. And mm-hmm. I'm like... Man, this guy is so good at being fake daddy. <laughs> he is the he is he is your dad. He loves you. Uh, he'll slap you up. It'll pick you right back up. Um, he'll feed you. He'll feed you every day. Three three meals three meals a day. Might be people. Um, man, Troy Baker's in this episode. That's pretty cool. 
<laughs> Buddy boy. Buddy boy. <laughs> so they definitely feel like a group that made poor choices, right? Yeah. Like they they found a space, a beautiful ski resort. Yep. In the spring. In the spring without the cold. Yeah. And they thought, what a great place. We won. Let's settle in. We got it. And then the winter came. Yeah. Um, and, and it turned out not so great to hold up all year when yeah. you don't have a backup of food supplies. And before this, uh, what what David tells us is like like they like they settle, raiders attack them, they move. Raiders attack them, they move. Like this is right. So they get they kept getting pushed into this yeah. kind of boundary, and then they found this. And but again, like it definitely feels like a place they found when it wasn't winter. Yeah. And it was working out, and then it stopped working out. Yeah. Uh, we definitely. I feel like if we would have if we would have met these people like six months ago, it would not nearly be the same situation. I feel like things we we meet them at like the lowest point where everyone is starving, uh, people are missing, the dead are missing, you can't hunt, there's no deer anywhere, um, your friends are dying from random people with little girls out in the woods. You got to deal with that. Like we meet these people at the worst of the worst. Uh, and David, God bless him, he's doing his best. He's there for his people. He's a, he's he's a father. He'll he will provide. And does he ever? Ugh, I hate him. He's so mm. good. The cult of need. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, the harsh winter, and you know, compelling them to send out, as we later find out, uh, four hunters, in which three only return. Where those uh -huh. hunters go? Sparks, Ryan. <laughs> they went to go see what Joel and Ellie were up to. Is what they did. They went to borrow a book from a university. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they would have learned how to. Maybe the guy Joel killed could have found the book on how to survive winter. Man, um. So yeah, uh, uh, David and James, buddy boy, they meet Ellie. Um, uh, uh, Ellie will give them half the deer if if they return medicine for Joel for for who for some random person. They don't. She doesn't say Joel. Uh, that's a good deal. James, go get the medicine. I'll hang out with Ellie while you go go get that. So they they sit down probably for like an hour. They're just talking. Uh, David. Good conversationalist. He seems like a charming guy. He seems like, you know, like a decent dude, right? He's just talking to Ellie. Uh, Ellie slowly is starting to loosen up. The gun goes down. She's starting to, you know, answer his questions with other, like, she, they're starting to have a rapport. A rapport? Rapport? Rapport. Thank you. I don't use that word often. Um, and then and then she's like, this isn't luck. Like, what do you mean? You feel lucky? He's like, well, you know, everything does happen for a reason. Uh, some of my friends got killed by a guy and a little girl. Isn't that crazy? And then the music changes and everybody freaks out and your heart goes cold. And then he's like, James, lower the gun. You're like, oh my God, this is this is so good. It's like it does it does what the game did, but like Scott, Scott Shepard is so scary. He's so scary. That smile he gives, like I told you, everything happens for a reason. Is it's it sent a chill down my spine. Um, love it. I love it. It's so good. <clears throat> Sparks, how did uh, how did your wife and mother? Uh, did, you, did you watch it with them? Yeah, I did. How they take it? This the whole uh, thing? Just the whole thing? I mean, like, yeah, they were they were very disturbed by David. Lots of ick, lots of ews. Well, like, <laughs> and and I think I think the David stuff comes across uh, so much more maliciously in in the show. Um, I think by nature of the game, you know, at a certain point, David becomes exaggeratory yeah. 
uh, just because that's that's how games are. And here there's like there's this intent that's so clear in the show that um, very quickly after they encounter Ellie and she's got the gun on them before he sends James away or anything, David makes a decision about what he wants from Ellie. Yes. Uh, and, and I, I even posited and they didn't bring this up on the episode at all. Um, they had their own, their own opinions on it, but I still hold to this, that when James takes out the horse and walks up on Ellie and the four of them all kind of exchange a look about shooting her. I think it's more than just that they want to kill her because of what happened to their friend. They want to kill her to spare her from David. So here's the thing. I loved that. I loved that. Um, that read until I listened to an interview with Trey Baker about it. Yeah. And I don't like his reading. His reading is he is, he is David's number two. He is his number one guy. Yeah, that's in the it's in the podcast. Is that it? So, okay. Yeah, it's in he, there. he he goes into it on different podcasts as well, but he's yeah, like, yeah. he's like, uh, he views Ellie as a challenge to him. And even though he might not like be on like the up and up with David right now, you know, because he doesn't believe as much, David is still like like that is like that is his father. That is the guy who is keeping him alive and helping him. And like he doesn't have anything else besides David. So like if Ellie becomes his number two, then James will go away, is what is what Choice Baker feels. And I don't like that. I don't think it's because James definitely feels more conflicted in the show. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, I like all respect to Troy Baker. I don't think that's the, it doesn't read that. I don't way. think that's the read of James. Yes. I get from the episode, which is like whatever Troy Baker was putting into it, the way they cut the episode yes. to show James makes it feel like pointedly that James is questioning David. James and is questioning this because James is the man. There are two men in this, in this, you know, episode that we're following who clearly know that they are feeding the group people. Mm -hmm. And one of them is really on board with it. And one of them is not. And the one that's not is James. Uh, the other guy's name is Isaiah. Big beard man. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I actually just meant between James and David. Oh, and sorry, I was sorry. David is the one who got, got it. definitely on I thought you meant it. the guy who literally cut, cut the people up and brought them. No, I don't think Isaiah's <laughs> cool with it either. I don't think anybody else who's aware, but like, yeah, yeah. we know James and David both know. Yeah. And it's something that there is very present on their minds. Yeah. Um, because we watch James when he watches the little girl eat her dad. And he's like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it, uh, unfortunately, again, like, uh, with the Troy stuff, uh, there is a lot of stuff that got cut of his his material. Not like any of it's super important, but there was more stuff with him and David, and there was going to be a thing with him and Ellie that got cut. So, like, the read that this show is giving us, I think it's a better one that I think the show was going to give us. This is us, the thing, like, you, know, what I you mean. know, like, when the show is edited, it might not be what uh, they Intended. initially set out to do with the writing or, or yes. even with the acting. Because like, I definitely prefer... And I'm telling you the read of James I got is a James who's Not pretty uncomfortable it. with what David's doing and seems pretty aware what he's going to do to Ellie. And he's not so cool with it. <laughs> Until the end, when he's about to chop her up with David. <laughs> yeah. I wonder, see, that's like the conversation that got cut. Like, what was the conversation that they had where he's like, we have to go kill this little girl now? Because that's a conversation I well, feel but like. I think, but I think <laughs> even then when he's willing to kill her, that's the same, right? Like, because he's willing to shoot her. Yeah. This is also killing her. Like, David's gone straight too. Let's kill her. That's true. And that's like, that's great. True. That is way better than what I was afraid was going to happen. Being a little child, right? Yes, exactly. That's a good point. Yeah. I do, I do like that read better. And I think Troy Baker, you know, he's an incredible voice actor, but like, that dude doesn't do a lot of actual acting. And it's like, 
that dude's got it. He is an actor. Voice yeah. acting is acting. That sure. dude, he's he's incredible. Um, I, like the entire franchise of The Last of Us, like these are Oscar-worthy actors and performances. Oh, yeah, hundred yeah, <laughs> percent. But they're not going to get are, noticed like that unless they all, get there are no thrown into a movie. Small small parts, just small actors. I believe Abraham Lincoln said that. <laughs> um, you know, before he uh, uh, you're yeah. quoting uh, Master Chief. <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, so let's see. Um, well, I'm trying to think where what what uh, we're kind of jumping all around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I I. I want to do stuff. I want to talk about like the cage scene after, like, because I know the stuff before that. Sure, but I don't um, know what I'm talking uh, I I think like on some level, Ellie. I I I can I can go with like you know Ellie's a kid and like okay. Um, on some level, I'm like Ellie. You should have known they were gonna follow those tracks. Oh like, yeah, girl, get out in the snow and change those tracks. Hide yeah. those tracks. Serpentine, at least. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I like seeing the horse in the garage. It reminds me of the horse in the. In the mall, oh, um, yeah. <laughs> in the in the shop. Yeah, uh, I thought that was cute. Uh. Oh, um, medicine of uh, 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 being a scientist. My oh, yeah. God, Ellie. penicillin. Where do Joel? Where do I stick this thing? I guess I stick it right in the wound. What What else would you do? No, it's, you don't know. That's so. And it must have worked double time because it helped Joel clearly. She's but. never seen. She's never seen a, a movie or a show <laughs> yeah, yeah. where they gave someone medicine. She has very little context for understanding that. And like the practical effect of like she actually jabbing a syringe into like um like a bloody look. Wound. We're just we're just lucky that the 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 option wasn't to just squirt it in his mouth. Oh my you know, God. like Ellie made at least. I was, open wide. I thought he was just going to do like a Pulp Fiction. I just go ah! into his chest. Like, <laughs> what do I do? Oh man, that would have been, that would have sucked. Like she had, she had two places to put I that thing. That killed him. Yeah, <laughs> in the heart. Yeah, yeah, probably killed him. The abdomen um, or the butt. But yeah, uh, I love, I love that where uh, bad dudes are coming. They come back because, because, uh, uh, uh did Ellie? Oh, Ellie didn't get away, or what was it? How, yeah, I, she ran away. That's right. She she, she ran, ran away. away. They follow her trail that's the right. next day because he's like in this in the snow. It won't have it won't have cleared. That's right. That's right. That's um, why I'm like she needed to be out there with like one of them a, one of them big old branches and just like hide yeah. those things. That's right. Um. So a bunch of more dudes come. Uh. uh Ellie hears a flock of birds. Uh, uh. Uh. Get scared away, so she knows something's up, and then she sees a bunch of dudes coming. So she runs to Joel, gives him a knife. Joel, you kill these mother effers if they come inside. I'm gonna go. I'm a don't fall asleep, Joel. Don't fall asleep. And Joel's just like, what? Joel, Joel barely opening his eyes. <laughs> yeah, can cannot process what's happening. Mm -hmm. Um. Uh. Uh. <laughs> opens the garage door, takes Callus, and starts shooting them. Hey, mother effers, and just runs off. Uh. Love it. Um. Joel just going. Oh my god. No, what's happening? I hate this. Uh, hearing that, um, Ellie puts up like a like a dresser in front of the door, but yeah. a dude finds it and moves it to find Joel. And Joel's eyes just being like, "Oh my god, what's, what? What do I do? Oh my god!" And then he goes down the stairs and you see Joel's gone. The hell I triangle. Imagine pie, <laughs> I imagine pie that like Joel was just like it like laying down and just did like a rolling, just like rolled over like twelve times, just like roll, 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 roll until he uh, can get something Joel to force himself up. Yeah, Joel at ten percent can take out three men at a hundred. Oh my god! Uh no, they're not at a hundred. They're at least at sixty. Yeah, no, come on, dude. They're running on man meat. They're doing okay. They're the bigger the beard, the skinnier they are. That's generally how uh, the apocalypse works here. Um, yeah, Joel. Joel gets that adrenaline up to two hundred fifty percent, and he's able to get a knife right in, in some dude's neck, and he dies smiling at Joel. 
which is probably one of the creepiest things I've ever seen in my life. Oh my gosh, the blood. Was that his smile or was that just kind of a rictus of like, yeah, I think that's just the way that he fell. <laughs> it just it it was it was creepy Ugh. and spooky. Yeah, looked like he was he was saying uh, he was smiling his way out. Um, I really truly wanted Joel to just climb back into bed. Yeah, it's so funny. Caught <laughs> <laughs> him. All right, uh, oh, the two guys. I've got, I've got kneecaps too upset. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Yeah. So um, uh, I think his name's one of the guys, Timothy. Which man, I hear Timothy. I'm like, no, oh, you're not tough, Timothy. I'm just, I'm sorry. I'm, I know something bad's about to happen to a Timothy. Um, but I, think a Timothy, I, think I think his name's Marcos. I think is another guy. I don't think I don't remember. Uh, I think I, I saw his name in the credit. But like two dudes get get whacked by Joel. Uh, they both get tied up. This is another thing straight from the game. Um, oh my god. But again, being it in real life, it's so much worse. Seeing that knife go into that dude's knee and him twist it. God, this violence is so visceral. It's so, I hate it, but I love we it. Get, we get to see who Joel has been and how he has survived. Just right. being that asshole. This is, yeah, this is the, this is the, like, I'm not going to call it like the most interesting point, like in the show, because like lots of things happen, but like, this is, we, we use the word activated, like at least I like the Craig Mazin loves that word. Cause he said it on multiple, he said it in the most recent podcast yeah, too. Yeah. And this is, I love this moment because it is, we are seeing Joel who he has been the last 20 years, this murderer, this monster, but he's doing it now for love. And that is almost that that's almost worse. Well, cause I think there's, there's very much an, a reasonable argument to be made that like a joel even just before episode six who had not made the decision that ellie was what he was living for mm -hmm. uh gets this wound and is like he knows these guys are coming and just accepts his fate yep and this joel is living for ellie and this joel is he gets up and does all this because he cannot let ellie go yeah uh but like that means like the that means murder when you don't yeah. have the, the stark difference, like you said, you know, um, we're in in during the time leading up till now, he is fighting as a person who has already lost everything. But now he ha he once again has everything to lose and he will be that the, much more brutal. Yeah. The morning, the morning where he stayed at the stables with the horse and and he made the choice then yeah, that yeah. this is this is the life he's going to lead is a life with Ellie in it. And it's, it, it's like, again, like I remember it like being so brutal in, in, in the show or in the game, but like the thing, and there's a great, there's like, there's the last of us, like HBO podcast, but there's also like a YouTube um, creators, the creator on creator making the last of us, like different podcasts that they're doing. Right. It's like a three part of thing. Um, and they talk about violence and how basically every five minutes in the game, you're shooting someone. So no matter how brutal the things Joel is doing to other people, you are doing that to hundreds of other people in the game as well. So it, it, it lessens it a little bit. By taking away the dozens of hours of random murder and just focusing on like he like only murdering a couple times, you know, it becomes it can become so much more like visceral and effective as opposed to, you know, like this is the 300th person I've killed. Like I don't feel as bad. Seeing Joel kill, kill the guy with the, with the pipe that like devastated me, and I already know like where this where this character in the show is going and stuff. But I'm like, you don't have to be like this, Joel. You don't have to be a monster. But like, he feels it is the only way to save his little girl, and it's 
really sad because he's a monster. He's a bad guy. He's 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 a bad guy. Right. Uh, no matter how good you are, you murder people. You're a bad guy, man. Like, what did Tommy say? Let's show. There were other ways they could have handled it. They just weren't good at them. Yeah, Timothy uh, Marcos is like, why did you do that? You didn't have to do that. You didn't have to kill him. And he's like, yeah, I know. Man, Joel, Joel sucks. But the thing in, is, like, like, the best way. Like, the thing ugh. is also like we haven't seen it as much in the show, but we know it's there, and like it's definitely like it was there with like Kathleen and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but we know it exists from the context of the game is that like Joel Joel is bad for doing these things and all that. But like, is Joel totally wrong that if he gives them even an inch, they'll kill him? Sure. Um, you know. Sure. Even before he would do anything else, yeah. you know, uh, like importantly, um, when Joel gets stabbed mm-hmm. in episode six, they were just trying to leave. You know, yeah, it's yeah. the four people who rush them. It's true. Yeah. Like if they just let them be. Then one of them wouldn't be dead. It's true. And yeah. now being dead to his daughter. No, it's true. I'm just saying that dude is tied up. Yeah, that dude's not going anywhere for sure. Like in. And, and it's like the, it's the way that Joel does it. He's like, you like, I'll, you know, like, um, what do you say? Like, I, you know, I'll, I'm not gonna tell you shit. And Joel's like, I know, I believed your friend. Like, Joel, he, he Joel told like, you the truth. I believed him. Yeah, like Joel, like wants to do this. Like Joel wants to do this, and that's like, again, even if they're bad guys, like man, like this is a this is a bad path. This but is not a good path. It's also, I think that Joel's Joel wants to do this. If he has reason, yeah, in his mind, like reason, right? Because we also like we have the sniper, yeah, the old man. He didn't want to kill him. Yes, not at all. I think this is a different Joel and now. Like, though. This is this, this is an activated Joel uh, now, though. Yeah, the, yeah, activate. This is the <laughs> Joel real, who like, has everything to lose. Yeah, you know, and will do yeah. everything to get it back. Yeah, he's got to be efficient. He's got to make sure he's going to the right place man. where Ellie is. Man. He doesn't have time to screw around. No, it's true um man and i just i'm just thinking of the next episode i'm like oh man they 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 have they have weaved so perfectly to this finale of like who both these characters need to be for this finale uh i'm just it's it's so it's so great um so yeah um people are getting fed people (laughs) it's awful definitely (laughs) venison um i love that uh as they're about to start eating people david comes in with a big ass deer he's like i guess i'm late oops (laughs) uh i think that's great um yeah, Ellie, Ellie gets thrown into a cage. She gets captured, thrown into a cage. Finds an ear. Who just leaves an ear on the ground? What, who's, what are we doing? Why are you cutting off ears? What's going on here? Well, I guess you got to shave to get the meat. I don't know. It's all awful, is what, I, is what I'm saying here. Um, it's just raw cartilage. Good for soups, though. <laughs> Good for that. There you go. I didn't think about that. Uh, nice miso soup. Um, man, this, this, this scene... Again, like uh, basically word for word, except some additional dialogue added. Um, uh, you got a violent heart, which is just like, hey, here's more or less of us to mm-hmm. set up. More or less of us to set up because, yo, Ellie, you're violent. Why are you so violent? But I think it does make David more sinister for like and for and liking it and wanting for it. this for this. You know, I see I see something in you you're not even seeing. Yeah, and it's the thing I want. Ugh. um it's it's the reason i i want you and like mm-hmm. that david you know like in this context rather than in the context of the game like we know david isn't wrong um that there's something that there is something here that he's being he's seeing that is accurate yeah. um even as as like you know ellie is a better person than david ellie does have the violent heart yeah. that he does and it's 
it is so wild. Like it's been 20 years in the apocalypse, right? Like David calls his entire group. Let's just say he has a hundred people, but like he has a hundred people and they're all sheep. But this 14 year old girl is like, this is the one right here. This is the one I'm like, Oh man, how far, how far are we gone? This man, it's the apocalypse. All right. Um, Child bride and all. Uh, you we can. You're. I have never had an equal like you before. You know, you're so smart, and <laughs> I see so much of you. And I'm like, this is grooming. Twenty four hours. Man, this is awful. It is so like, gross. Uh, again, I, I think it is so much more effective than that than the game. Uh, just because like that actor is like not, not uh, Nolan North is David in the in the game. He's he's killing it in the game. But like, there's just something about this David that's just like really raw uh that's just like extra extra gross that like i i just appreciate because it like it's, it's you don't get to see like the really this type of grossness in a show sometimes i'm like man your resume is popping off now baby <laughs> i was david <laughs> i he talks with a lot more like a like an outward confidence whereas uh nolan north nolan north's david is a he's a little sly a little tricky you're right <laughs> i i you're 100 right yeah he's a little more sly yeah uh i I think part of what makes the show David so effective to me is this um, way that he presents initially, like, uh, you know, this all happened. Like I wasn't a, a man of faith before. And then I felt, and then like that happened after uh, teacher to and, preacher. That, and that the implication is I found God. And when he's talking to Ellie later, he says, no, I found the cordyceps. Oh, I love that. I love and that change. I saw what they did. And they they used violence to bind themselves into a greater being. Yeah, and uh, they do through love keep themselves all together, and <laughs> yeah. that's love. And I realized that that's what I want. Yeah, that's what I want to do. Um, and that's so sick. Yeah, yeah. And again, uh, Bella Ramsey is so good because David's like, you know, like we we could build something together, Allie. And she's like, oh, you're a you're a pedophile. Oh, I but see what's happening here. It's smart. such a good moment. And they they slowly start coming together. I'm like, I I I, I remember what happens there. And man, she breaks his effing fingers. It's so good. Uh, what, 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 the way she holds out on telling her name yeah. until that beat. What was it? Oh, little bits and tell them tell little bits and pieces. tiny little pieces. But yeah, the, the line you're about to say, um, probably like the coolest line on the show maybe like like in terms of being like this isn't like a, a badass john wick show but when i think of like the iconic lines of like tell them tell them ellie's the little girl that broke your fucking finger as she's screaming it that's like iconic dude like that's gonna that that is like <laughs> nominated for an oscar this is the line this is the line that they show you know like one of those like it's so good she is so good in, in that uh in that moment um and then yeah, and then James and James comes to to chop her up in little bits and pieces. Goodness gracious! I forgot how quick how quick it's it's just going to happen. I'm like, oh man. Well, we got to move. We got to move fast too because like we are compiling a lot into you know this yes. episode. Uh, uh, this is definitely one where I'll admit like this is one where I thought we. I could have done 15 more minutes of this. Yeah. I could have done 15 more minutes of some of the stuff but, that, that were, yeah, that we're not bringing to the table from the game. Even but if it's like some of the, the slower buildup stuff earlier on. Yeah. Uh, of, of the group and everything. That's not to say that this is bad. No, of course the thing about 
I, I I do wish this episode was longer, or or even like they they make it a two parter and just have this be ten episodes or whatever. Because like I think there's enough to chew on, but the stuff they cut from the game is mostly Ellie just killing a bunch of random dudes escaping from David. Like yeah. that's what you do that for like twenty five minutes in a snowstorm, and you're cutting between Joel and Ellie back and forth, back and forth. Um, and I think the show the show's version of it, while condensed is a better version of that um because it just lets you focus on the one thing instead of cutting to ellie and then something happens then you cut back to joel and then you do five minutes of gameplay and you go back to ellie and i'm like this just felt more just like we're this as streamlined for me for me mm-hmm. I, I i do want to touch on like i notice a lot of people are complaining that this isn't feeling much like an apocalypse because of the lack of infected in these last couple episodes sure but i feel yeah. like they've been doing a good job at least doing like infected not infected, infected, not infected features and in like not in necessarily in a perfect um uh what's the word? Like switching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's still it's still a dangerous environment because of the survivors as well. Oh you know, um, and the elements. <laughs> also, I forgot, um there's another there's a there's a section where you fight a bunch of zombie a bunch of runners and a bloater with David as Elliot in the yes. in the winter so they cut that scene too and honestly like, again you don't need that like the scene them talking to each other is all i really needed for them to bond right like i don't need them killing i don't need them bonding over murder um although now that i think here's, about that here's actually, what i'll say here's what i'll now say that i think about that here's what i'll say Aww. uh part of the reason why i thought of uh that in particular the fact like i didn't need them necessarily to fight a bloater but the idea of them um surviving through infected together that, as a way that like bonds them that could have been both good, because it is able to showcase their tendency to violence yes. for both of them. It also runs against Joel's ideology about people in mm-hmm. the world and what Ellie's learned from him. It's part of why it works in the game because when you first meet David, David is like the antithesis of every other person that was outside of Jackson that we've encountered up to that point. Yeah. You know, who would shoot you on sight yes. and wants to steal your shit. And David feels like he's different from that until the fireplace moment where it becomes more sinister and the, the revelation of, yeah, yeah. of what who he is. But so it lulls you into that false sense of security, but also like gives you this idea of maybe even, especially for Ellie, like maybe Joel's wrong. That's a good about point. how people are. Yeah. And I think that that could have benefited here because, um, go ahead. No, go ahead. Bye. Okay. I was going to say like in, uh, in the show, you know, we get to see a a David, you know, where they where they are a relationship between Ellie and David, where it's not necessarily made through violence, but he does talk to her. He is honest with her for those moments, and that's why she drops her guard. Mm-hmm. In the game, her guard is always up, but like David tips his hand a, almost a little bit too early out of necessity because of the infected, in which. He Ellie had already believed that she he had given up all of his weapons, and then he pulls out a secret oh, gun. Oh, that's right. And so it's like, oh, this guy can lie really well. He's always had the upper hand, so it has that. It still adds that like subtle level of fear. But then you you know they 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 fight, and it's like, oh no, we're cool. Now we just now we're thinking you just had it to sur- you just needed that to survive. <laughs> we get it. Everyone does that. It's that actually- killer be killed out here. Yeah, that actually could have. It didn't have to be like a giant action scene, but yeah, that actually would have would have added to some to some. Yeah, you just you yeah, just throw a couple of infected yeah. at them. That's a good point. Mm. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I I I think that that could have added something, and and 
I think that that's probably like if I were to put something in, it would be in that area because it's it's I think that there was just a little bit more of how we could have built the turn uh, with David. But um, I'm still happy with the episode overall. Oh, yeah. I really am. I am too. Um, I just think that David feels so monumental in my memory of of like what's so impactful about the show. Um, Druckmann was talking about it on the official podcast saying like when they were crafting the game, like a part of the pitch of the story was the David this part. idea of, well, specifically like this idea of being Joel and then in the third act being turned to Ellie, oh, okay. um, being turned to the girl that was being protected and having to play her through this fight with this disgusting man. Mm -hmm. um, and that if that didn't work, then the whole thing didn't work. Yeah. And I I think that because it's such a big part of what why the game is so impactful uh, is this whole David section. I think they could have given a little more to it, yeah. but I still like what we got. Uh, in fact... Uh, and then real quick, going back to what Pi was bringing up earlier, like people complaining about the lack of infect in the show. I still go back to what I was kind of talking about earlier with like going down to just one for the previous episode is that mm -hmm. I think the show's context works much better because when an infected show up, shows up, it feels significant, significant and impactful and scary. Yeah. And I think if we were just bombarded with them, then this would just be the walking dead. And I don't want this to be the walking dead. hundred yeah. percent. Exactly. Exactly. And, and again, they're still neglecting to, you know, to acknowledge that, there are other dangers besides infected. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Um, let's see. Oh yeah. Um, I, I absolutely love the way that they crafted like the final, uh, the final battle between Ellie and David. Like, uh, it, it definitely makes like a little more sense in the show because Ellie throws that thing. Uh, she, she throws the thing to catch the thing on fire. And David has like four double takes of like, should I do something about it? But I really want to kill this little girl. But the thing is, but yeah, but Ellie's over. Right I love that. Where he's he keeps going farther, checking. Nah, it's not worth it. I love that. In the game, it's just kind of like she throws it, and David's just like, Ellie, where you at, Ellie? Like it's I don't remember it being as like subtle. Oh, uh, is this place on fire? Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I it, didn't notice Ellie. Yeah, like uh, uh actually, I, don't I think David it. lights the fire in the game. Does he? I could be remembering that wrong. I could have yeah. basically almost like the same, like the same thing. But I again, uh, I only played left I'll behind and quite further. But I, I, regardless, I feel the the uh, the way he handles the fire in this was really funny. And it's again, like he kept checking of like, am I gonna do something about this? Nah, I got murder on the mind. Yeah. Um, I love the way that like that boss battle of you like scurrying around, you know, to get behind him, stabbing the back like three times, like a boss. Like that is basically what this has turned into. Like she's scurrying around to try to get uh, to get behind him to give him a little shank. I love it. But the thing I love the most is just how insecure this man is because Ellie's not saying a word and he's just hunting her down as the place just erupts in the flames. And the funniest line I've ever heard, you don't know how good I am. <laughs> you don't know how good I am, Ellie. Let me love you, Ellie. Nice guys uh, in the apocalypse. Yeah, it, it, yeah. I'm like, oh. you said it. You said it, it while we were watching it. Like he's so incel. The ultimate incel. Uh, like, like the ultimate incel. And I really love uh, what I also like is uh, we didn't talk about it yet, but the the way she plays the infection card is oh, really right. good. I'm infected, and it throws them off and gives her our opportunity and all that, um, which is James. great. Yeah, but like, uh, oh, she killed Joel. <laughs> Jesus, Joel. But what? But what I really <laughs> like about that is what it leads to here in the in the burning inferno is where he says, uh, "So you made that up, or are you just that fucking special?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. He, 
he he is and he like hates that notion that she might be yeah um and he the place is burning down like he is so dead set on this he's like all right like cards are all out there's no turning back from this all right ellie i'm not gonna kill you anymore i'm gonna train you you're gonna be my child bride he's just doubling down on he wants to possess her he wants yeah like he finally has someone who's like a challenge and like he like likes that and that's awful because everyone else is a sheep to him. His and favorite she, part is the fight. The, his favorite part is the fight. Oh my god, horrible. Um, I, I, the way, the way, rem, Pi, remind me. Doesn't Joel come and say and help out? Does it's the it's not the same as as the show, correct? It, yeah. The moment where Joel finally reunites with Ellie is as she's finally, you know, she gets the upper hand on David, grabs the cleaver in the game as the machete. Doesn't matter. Um. You know, wherever it's tossed and just fucking goes ham at him. And Joel is able in the game is able to burst through the door that's supposed to be locked by David. <laughs> um, and, you know, kind of pulls Ellie out of that out of that that rage fever. But and now in the show, we get a different scene where, OK, you know, Ellie has already taken the upper hand. She gets the keys from David and she is the one who lets herself out. But she is still in a very raw place. And right. Joel may not have been able to save her physically, is yeah. able to give her that moment where, oh, I can I can drop it. I can r- relax, even if it's just for a moment, because you're the only person I want to see things. Baby girl, and then he yeah. says, "Baby, oh, baby girl. girl, I wanted to yeah. cry, pile." Oh uh, <laughs> I think it. I do think it works better, especially for like the context of the show. But just in general, I think it does work better to have Ellie out on her own, and then Joel finds her. Yeah. Um, they they talked about this on the official podcast. They were like, there were a lot of reasons why we were like, this just doesn't make a lot of sense to do it this way for the show. One of them being like, how does Joel get in the building? Uh, and yeah, <laughs> things like that. And I'm like, yeah, for real. Um, I'm sure he could uh, like kick it in, but like, mm. I will say another note, like of something that, that doesn't quite work for me about this episode. And like, it's in a, in a less good show, it would be a serious, like, asterisk not so good note from me but here it's just like eh, you know it's a thing but i'm fine um the the whole group just disappears like it just boils down to james and david and then once we get to the david fight like everybody's just gone like we have no context of where these people have disappeared to Mm -hmm. um that they're not coming around to help they're not around at all uh just total total absence yeah um to to the level where like I'll make a comparison like of Wayne Avatar <laughs> I knew it Avatar oh, what happened where um if you haven't seen the film there's this point in the last fight of of it where like the entire tribe that's winning just decides to go home I they guess. just leave um and <laughs> and this it kind oh of oh my god you're right <laughs> yeah they the the, the, the the battle why did all those people leave. <laughs> Uh, maybe because they thought they already won. But like, <laughs> and now it was just a petty fight between these two. For sure. Like, this is not about that. But but it does kind of remind me of it where, like, we just kind of forgot about the people. Yeah. Um, and again, a less good show would bother me more here. I don't really care. Yeah. It's not really about that. But I do kind of go, what what did happen here's, to them? Here's why it didn't bother me. Because... The, like the episode it like almost immediately ends after the confrontation with david yeah so like i we would need to add more more time to it no, absolutely like, so like i 
like I, I personally don't have a problem with that because like they probably know one minute later they're all coming to go look at that fire. But, yeah, like it's for sure. You know, I, I, I see what you mean, but like there wasn't another ten minutes of them in the town or anything. It it's just, not. It's not about like oh, it's important to see these characters or anything like that. It is more just a like so there's just no one else in this building and there's nobody else nearby coming in to check well, in the on, steakhouse on, on David that, or yeah, anything like that. That's, that's, that's not where they stay. That's where they hold church and have meals. Um, because I think there's more areas in the town. And then you're, you're right. Except again, like not a town. It's a, it's a series. It's a, it's resort. a ski resort. So it's, it's a series of like lodge buildings that are nearby. Sure. Mm-hmm. Here's my thing. Like it would have worked better for me if this were like the next morning or something, right? This is still the same day. Oh, you know, this is the this is the day where Joel got up and stabbed the men who were in the houses, and he got here. Timothy, this is the same day. Uh, so like these people are awake; they're not like in bed uh, or just waking up or something like that. Um, and that's the part where I'm like, <laughs> but they wouldn't they wouldn't be they wouldn't be at the church until probably the evening is probably when they would gather there. It's kind of sure, what I'm getting at, but they could have can. I, I I agree. They could have conveyed more of like, where are they? <laughs> also, James is not David's only dude. Like like we mentioned, like Isaac, who brings out the this guy's not also not in in the building or anything like that. And yeah, I think there were only four guys that were searching the town, and I'm not sure if Joel got them all. I'll there have to were three it. three left in the town. Yeah, there's three and two leave with David to haul the horse. Uh, so there's at least one dude yeah. who would be back. It's not important. It's just a thing of like, I think it's fine. Uh, it is like a total absence is like, oh, okay, sure. Mm. Convenient. It works. Yeah. It's, it's not about them. So it's fine. It's it's plausible, but it's a little slim. <laughs> baby girl. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. <laughs> oh, excuse one me. episode left. <clears throat> I'm I'm you I'm pretty confident to that yes I am well, aren't we all you know <laughs> we're all headed to that same destination and some will so let's just get behind gotcha. silver lake before us anyways <laughs> uh, <laughs> um oh my gosh my train of thought just came and went choo choo train it'll come back you guys go <laughs> oh my gosh where am I going uh, We're going to boss. Uh, they're really great. They're really great uh, performance. I remembered. I'll say that. <laughs> okay, I was gonna. I was gonna say like I'm not worried about the time left that they have to finish the story. Oh yeah, because I think we only need, or we'll get into spoilers later. But like, there, I'm just gonna say we need only like a few key moments, and I'll define them later. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm sure I'm sure the finale will be at least, you know, an hour like all the other ones, if not a little bit more. But like again, you cut out all the gameplay as it's been doing, then like all the big story stuff is gonna be there. I mean, sure. I mean now that we're now that we're here, I'll say like when we were earlier in the season and I was saying I was nervous about doing the entire game in nine episodes. This was one of the things I was nervous for was this section, mm-hmm. like going through this a little too quickly, which I would again still argue, maybe we did just a little bit um, with David mm-hmm. and that it could have, because we knew this episode wasn't a long one. And if I'd known like this episode was like Bill and Frank, that Frank's episode length, I would be like, that's probably good. Yeah. Um, 
it could have used 50 more minutes in my opinion. Um, I wish every episode were an hour and a half, but, but yeah. HBO, okay, sorry. Just, it's it. a series of movies of the entire last of his game. That's hey, what, who, that's what they've always needed all along. Break the rules. I don't care. Three hour episodes. Uh, it, but nonetheless, I think this episode's full of, you know, great performances. Yeah. Um, I think they really nailed David for the show, regardless of like the amount of time we have with him. I think he's perfect. Um, I think Bella Ramsey is perfect, mm-hmm. uh, more than perfect in this episode, uh, especially. And um, I'm I'm thrilled. I'm just thrilled that it's all still fantastic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bella, um, Bella see, is Ellie. Belly. <laughs> I don't think I I don't think I missed anything that I want to talk about in this episode. Um, I loved it though. Um, uh, I love I love when uh, gross men get their comeuppance. It's great, especially when they get a uh, machete twenty two times in the face. Uh, I don't, I don't Cleaver, like, sorry, they get clean. They get clean scars. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So, uh, I do believe that'll be the the uh, the end of the regular television talk. Yes. Yeah. Yep. That'll do mm-hmm. it. So, hey, if you're watching this, thank you so much for watching. The camera's right here. Thank you so much for watching. Uh, we're going to talk about video game shit now. So, uh, if you haven't played the video game, uh, don't watch this unless you just want to be spoiled. See you next time. See you next time. Don't for get the finale. Don't get spoiled. You've, you've made it all you've this made far. It this far. <laughs> yeah. So, just a little more to Thanks go. for stopping by. Time to talk about video game stuff. Um, yo, man, I am so excited for that finale now. Um, holy shit. Um, knowing that Joel is in activation mode. Um, seeing the the clips from the next on of like him roaming the hallways, knowing he's about to shoot a bunch of fireflies. Shit, man. The thing I'm so obviously the infected, like they've taken out so many zombies. How many people is Joel gonna kill in this hospital? Twenty. I think it's gonna be a lot. I think I think this is. I think they're gonna go hard on Joel being a bad man. <laughs> I think they really are gonna go for it for the Last of Us Two as well to to make that. Um, to make I think he's going to kill 20 and I'm going to say at least two are unarmed. Oh, he will. I mean, we know the doctors yeah. are the, all oh, armed, it, so. Yeah. Except for the one. He, he, I think he, oh, he has no, he just has a scalpel. <laughs> if, a scalpel. Yeah, no, if, 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 if the writers really want to prime the, the audience for a season two, they have to make the, that, that whole scene fucking like show like, no, this <laughs> is <sighs> consequential <laughs> i am just thinking about it and it's like breaking my heart all this like because i know how much that game made made me feel like that i'm like i can't pedro doing this i don't i can't handle it dude i'm not gonna be able to handle it oh which my again, god which again is like important in the context of there were other ways to take ellie away from here and Joel chose this one. Yes, ex- that's that's exactly. Uh, again, going back to the thing of like those might have been bad men who deserve who like if they get killed, that's mm-hmm. fine. But like Joel is in a in a mode to be like, I'm just gonna kill. That's just who. I, that's just what I'm going to do. And I don't. I don't need. I don't need to save your life. It's not important to me. And I'm like, man. Oh, I'm. I am so excited. I feel like this next episode, real quick, by this next episode is gonna be like a Game of Thrones episode for people, like a Red Wedding episode where people do not know this what's about to happen. Like I think I think our our couch is oh, gonna I'm go so, it's gonna go crazy, dude. So here's the thing. I know I <laughs> some know, people know stuff. I know my sister-in-law knows the ending. Yes. Um and so I she might not know all the context fully of that, but she knows what the ending is. Yeah, yeah. Um but my wife and my mother do not. 
uh, and I'm really excited to yeah. have it happen. And I'm talk about the ending. Excited for the internet to to because everyone's on Daddy Pedro train, especially with Mandalorian being back. Oh my god, double, double daddies! Not next week. <laughs> oh man, I'm so you excited. Still, you could still admire Pedro and from a distance. Want him as a daddy? That's true. Behind bars, maybe Pedro. Not Joel. Pedro. Pedro. No, sorry. <laughs> They're the same. They're not. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, all right. So we know Marlene's coming back. Yeah, um, for sure. Oh, oh, drafts. Oh, yes, exactly. That's one of the beats that has to be hit where they yeah. get a moment of. Okay. So, so back in episode three, they featured the soundtrack that plays when, 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 when Joel and Ellie encounter giraffes. Right. And. And they occasionally replay that uh, that 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 music throughout throughout the series, and we only hear it that one time in the game. And I'm like, oh no, this! What does this music represent? And I'm tangenting here. No, um, the uh, it that that music represents a moment of beauty in a harsh world. That's that's kind of what it's. Anytime that music comes on, you, I think you hear it in the Left Behind episode too. Yeah, yeah, you like, and then it plays when when Bill and Frank are, you know, wheeling into the bedroom for the last time. Yeah, because it's it's a beautiful moment, but it's you know, it's a little sad. <laughs> I think because we see again, like in like in the next on Last of Us, like Ellie says, like like we have to go through this all the way or whatever. I think that's like after. The draft scene, isn't it? We're like, they're like, we have to, we have to, we have yeah, to. Yeah, I think, this. I think the draft scene will be. If it's not the first scene of the episode, it's it's after whatever yeah. the cold open is. Man, mm-hmm. I'm, just, I'm just like, I'm so thrilled. I'm just, so, I, I can't believe we're here. Some people, mind? some people think we're gonna see Ellie's mom in the cold in a cold. Oh, open. we oh oh yeah, Ashley, Ashley Johnson. She's getting bladed. I, oh yeah, <laughs> uh, nommed. Um, so I I. I have speculative story structure of how this episode is going to play out. It could be with the cold open flashback of Ellie's mom going to be played by uh, Ashley Johnson, originally voice, original voice actor, mocap actor for Ellie. Um, <clears throat> it could, it could open with that, but it could, I'm thinking it could open with Joel and Ellie, you know, Ellie would be re- a little retrospective, you know, playing with her scar, her bite mark. You know, thinking like, no, what, what's this all going to be for? It all has to be for something. She's probably thinking about Riley and probably thinking about caving in David's face. Just, it's been a lot. Sam Henry, yeah, Sam. it's been a lot. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so it'll go with that. We'll get the moment with, with the giraffes. And then I think we're finally going to get the, the, the swimming accident where she almost drowns. And then they'll get found by the fireflies. Joel gets knocked out, and I think that's when we're gonna get oh. the the flashback. Because I Ooh. think it's also gonna be a partial Marlene backstory as well. Because I'm pretty sure Marlene was friends with Ellie's mom. She yeah, does say why. she does say that she put Ellie into the place when she was a kid. So yeah, I think I think you're right that that it's supposed to like fill in Marlene backstory and all that, and I think that's gonna be like an important connective piece. I still think it's probably going to be the cold open personally, only because I don't think it fits in the flow of the story, unless we're going to focus on Marlene after like, for what you just speculated, right? Like after Joel 
is knocked out, then you'd have to come back on Marlene from it's that rather than coming back on Joel. I got it. I got it. Okay. It's um, let, let me hear it. Uh, so Ashley Johnson, she's pregnant. She gets bit by an infected. She has the baby. The baby is is free from the infection, right? That will lead directly into like her like going into surgery of like this is this is the reason you were born. Here is the reason you were going to die. Basically, type of thing. If she gives if she gives Ellie that chance to make that choice, which well, we no, don't no, I, mean, I mean, she does. I mean, I don't think she will. I think it'll be just like the game where like she'll she'll get like she'll get knocked out or whatever or whatever happens. Um, what I mean is like I think we will see like the beginning of Ellie's life and then what would be the end of Ellie's life potentially is is like is like the what I'm feeling. But like sure. it is easy. I think it is probably easier to have it in the cold open. But mm. like. <laughs> it, it could also be interspliced. We could. It could also be hybrid. Sorry, that's true. It could be. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. I, I, the show's kind of stayed away from doing that. I don't think they'll do start doing it now. That's true. That's I think true. that I think that the show has set itself up to really enjoy its cold opens, starting things either in the present and then going to the past or vice versa. Um, and I think that this isn't going to be any different. I think that if we're going to do something in the past and it's going to be brief. Then it's probably at the beginning. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, because that just has been the flow of the show, and I don't think they're going to buck that now. Um, for context, is the mom thing something from the second game? No. Okay. That is all. That's just new. Okay. That's it might be full, from the comic. full original. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's all new, baby. Good for you. Good for you, Troy and Ashley. Getting work. Love it. Yeah. Oh, and Tommy and Marlene. They're all here. What are we talking about? Yeah, the whole ensemble is gonna get ganked. Yeah, it's true. They're all Do you think <laughs> the end of the episode will be the same shot as the end of the it, game? It has to be. Okay, it has to be the last thing said in the show. It hundred percent has to be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That is like the ultimate cliffhanger. Like, okay, I, I, I guess I believe you. Yeah. And then we gotta wait two years to, to find out. They're, I hope so. they're writing that season right now. So like I, because there's a oof. part of me, there's a part of me that wants to go back to Jackson and see Tommy again. Oh, sh before oh, the, before sure. the season is over. But I'm like, I just don't want you to change that in. No, it has to be like them like overlooking where they're going to be living the next five years or whatever, and then they have the conversation. That has, I think, that has to be it. Oh, it's so powerful. You can't get. Yeah, you got to do that. Oof, mm -hmm. I'm getting chills thinking about it. Love it. Uh what, one last thing, and this, 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 this next like potential um, scene in this in the episode um, is purely speculative, or it's like I want it. So they established pretty early in the beginning that there are that Joel takes pills as well as distributes them. I'm wondering if they will like again. This could never happen, and I'll be entirely happy with with it not happening. But like, what if they had a scene where, you know, Joel now figuring out that they're going to kill Ellie to make this cure starts to have a panic attack, can't calm down, finds pills and just downs them. And then he's like, just calm and ready to like gun everything down. That, oh, I, thought that, were, I, I thought you were going to go like he has a panic attack and the only way to cure it is by murdering 20 people. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm thinking he's trying to medic self-medicate to calm himself no, down and have no, no weapon sway. <laughs> no, because I think I think I don't think they'll they'll want to. Not that it's taking away his agency, but like they're going to have they're going to want Joel like Joel knows exactly what he's doing. Like he mm -hmm. there isn't any like. He's on a mission like I don't I don't think they're going to like, you know, uh, 
make him like feel bad about it or like any like he's he's hunting down those hallways in that trailer man he's like he's he's a he's a predator um yeah. you know i'm not denying that 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 he is fully cognizant of what he's doing yeah no i'm i'm just saying like it would be interesting to just add that small detail uh, both as a nod to the game and in reference of events past yeah 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 Cause, cause, yeah that that bringing back that panic attack thing because yeah, yeah no he's got yeah exactly panic attack established that he does take pills if he could yeah. take pills to settle his nerves man <laughs> kill a lot of um, people um i'm because because you haven't beaten the game but i don't think this is a spoiler to say i oh, wonder for two for two mm. i wonder if they're if they will cast a famous actor as the doctor that as potential because <laughs> like i statue of limitations the doctor shows up is, is, is like he's 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 a character you see his past okay um so like i'm curious if like whoa why is jake jalen hall in this in this one minute scene oh it's because he's in the class of <laughs> season two. Oh, just some acting <laughs> like, he was the first yeah, actor yeah. i thought of but i'm like yeah. because that's a that is a person who shows up again that we learn more about i'm curious if we will get like oh my god is jason that... sudeikis what yeah, are you no, doing yeah, here like, yeah like what john goodman wow, oh my god oh my god if it's jason sudeikis i will lose my shit that that actually kind of fits that that would be good um <laughs> it's funny because i thought of jason sudeikis because of i was thinking of like who's like within the wheelhouse of what's reasonable like com comparable to nick offerman oh yeah as an appearance level yeah, yeah, yeah and uh and i thought of last man on earth where Jason Sudeikis like suddenly shows up and you realize he's Will Forte's he's brother. brother. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, wait, yeah. what? Yeah. Uh, Second apocalypse debut. <laughs> man. Um, yeah. So next episode for sure. It's going to be spicy one. Um, I'm so excited to see people react to it uh, again. Like it, it's going to be, it's going to be a good time on the internet. It's going to, people are going to be real sad. <laughs> I think <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm just so excited. What's oh. up, face? What? What if they actually don't have the mayhem? What if it's like completely cut, but like we get like the beats of the conversational beats with Marlene talking to him beforehand? Uh huh. Yeah. Him, you know, going through that comprehension, little flashes of the gun, but then we cut to the car. Hmm. I'll tell you what. And then, and then it's kind of implied, and then we get like a flashback in season two of that whole event. I I think artistically that could work, but having already seen several scenes from the next episode, I don't think that's happening. I think we're just I think we're just getting Joel's gonna murder a bunch of people. Um and I honestly think for the show, as as like as cool as like that artistic version might be, I think for what this show is, you need to see him kill people. No, because like I still want to look at season one as the same way I looked at the first game, which is like a full story. Yeah. Like if I didn't get season two, I got everything I needed out of season that's, one. That's a good point. And, what if you never watched season two? Then? And, yeah. and I, I still want that to be there because yeah. I don't think that it has the same impact for the story they told this season. I think you, you need, need we need. Reality. You're right. We we not only we don't necessarily need to see the brutality. But I think what we do need to see is the visual of Joel carrying Ellie, not dissimilar to how he carried Sarah. 
Sure. That'll I, definitely happen. I think you need that, but I, I do, I agree with Ryan, like, not necessarily, like, brutality, but I think you need violence. I think you need I, I violence. mean violence. Because, like, yeah, yeah. It, it, we'll it, get that with... Huh? Well, like, it, like, yes, you're right. We do need the violence. I'm not sure to what level they can, uh, the, they can, uh, uh, they will show it in the show. But I think you can show a, a few key moments, but then the most important one is when he kills Marlene. Oh, there is the moment um, where he has a gut. He has a gun to some guy's gut, and he's like, "Where, where is she?" And he's like, "I don't have time for this." And he shoots him. That could be one he, of the key and then, moments. And then he shoots him in the head after he gets told the answer. So, like, you could reduce the amount of violence, but I do think you need to see Joel be a bad person in here. You need yes. to see him kill people for for it to have the effect. See, one season two, like all the shit that season two happens is because of what Joel does here. Not only that, but like it's the it's the point of the arc of everything that's been going on in the season of like people you know it's maria talking about what kind of person joel is it's it's uh ellie looking at joel's violence from that first day and like who is joel to her and who is who is joel inside and who does joel choose to be yeah like all of those things play into that and you know this is that that like might makes right uh thinking that joel is prone to yeah um and i think you do need to display it this is the finale i think that that is part of the point yeah especially for uh for an audience that's going to bitch about a lack of infected um i think you need to show them that one of the monsters is joel yeah and this is an i am legend situation where we are the monsters <laughs> yeah yep man i'm i'm i've been thinking about what pi said about like taking the pills and everything yeah like ever since he said it so like i've been kind of like mulling it over in my head ever since he said it and i think i don't want it yeah um <laughs> yeah <laughs> like i said it was it was purely just contrived <laughs> i think i it, part of it is that like any media representation of like exaggeration whether it's positive or negative on how medicine or pills affect people i think is always getting more and more um dangerous with the way that we portray it um i went to i went to the mat over uh this on uh when we talked about joker joker yeah um, because i had a big problem with how they uh tossed around the idea of what pills did or did not do yeah um and i i i land the same here where like i think anytime it gets a little too exaggeratory where it's just like it's it's functioning as like a um <sighs> mcguffin's not the right word but video, simply video, as like a video game power up <laughs> as like a as a plot device thing yeah. rather than as as what it is yeah, yeah. Uh, i think it's i don't think it belongs. you mean like when you take two pills it's, and you, you don't instantly just feel it and you're like instantly high that's not how right. it all feels right. right it's not instant you get you get what i mean <laughs> no you i do I, mean. I do yeah, yeah yeah uh yeah well all right i do believe that'll be the end that'll be the last of this episode for the last of us man i am so pumped to talk about next week's episode yeah. hot dog one more wait what's today Day is Thursday. 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 I'm 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 talking about it like I'm not going to watch next week's episode. I'm watching that in just a couple days. I'm I'm thrilled. I'm so so excited. Just it's only a couple days away. Three more days. It's going to be a hard one not to watch live. Yeah. Um. I know we won't be. Yeah. It's going to be hard. Yeah. Um. But that's okay. It'll still be there forever unless HBO takes it off like Westworld. Well, I do believe that will be the end of this fake nerds watch. Uh. Thank you guys so much for watching. If you stuck around to talk about the video game stuff, thank you so much. Um, how do we end this show? Do you want me to do this? Okay. Yeah, you do it. All right, so uh, we're a part of the Fake Nerd Network. You can check out all the shows here on the YouTube channel. There's a lot of stuff going on. There is a sister Fake Nerds Watch uh, series going on right now about Picard. And very soon, 
very soon, pretty much right after The Last of Us is done, we're actually going to switch over to Mando, yeah. where we'll be talking with our good friends. Ooh, excuse me, our good friends and co-hosts on the Fake Nerd Podcast, Ben and Brandon, yep, yep, yep. about The Mandalorian. And we'll be doing that in some amount of chunks. We haven't broken them all down, but certainly the first one is three. Because uh, <laughs> I personally don't feel like there's enough to talk about in that first episode. It's not The Last of Us. <laughs> Let me say that. Uh, so we'll be talking about The Mandalorian. So go check that out. We've talked about all the previous Mandalorian and Boba Fett. All the Star uh, material, Wars. So that's all there. Um, and then... On Fake Nerd Podcast, you weren't there and I wasn't there, mm -hmm. but uh, they talked about Cocaine Bear. And then just before that, you talked about We Have a Ghost with Them. We Have a Ghost! And then coming up, we're finally talking about Screevy or Scream 6, so uh, which is coming out this weekend. So excited. So I will be seeing that. that next week. Excellent. Uh, yeah, so we'll be talking about Scream uh, and we've talked about all the previous screams that's here on the YouTube channel. So you can check those out under the cinephile banner. Um, there's an anime sta animation station I did with this guy choo -choo. about moon girl and devil dinosaur, which is a fantastic show. Um, there's an animation station I did with Ben, uh, about Sonic prime, which is a show. Uh, and <laughs> you can check those out right here on the YouTube channel. Um, and I think that's all the new stuff right now. Uh, there's new pause menu coming out. I know Ben has one of those in the can. Oh, yeah. Um, so keep an eye out for that. And check out all that out. And you can find Pi wherever he's about to say. Here. What this about place. for the audio listeners? On TikTok at, <laughs> TikTok at Sugar Daddy Loot Drops. Uh, and that's loot as an L-U-T-E. That you play like a dungeon and dragon. Exactly. I will be posting occasional Dungeons and Dragons stuff, but currently it's all Last of Us. Check it out. There it is. There it is. And Ryan, where can they find you? Hey, you can find me uh, giving birth to a uninfected baby like Blade. Uh, DJ Tony Snark six one six. If y'all don't get that reference, watch Blade. It's a great movie. <laughs> all right, and yeah, uh, you can find me uh, doing everything that I need to do to keep this channel running at Sparks Witty on Instagram, Twitter, S-P-A-R-K-Z Witty. Hashtag double daddy Pedro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Until next time, stay fake nerds.